Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Um Actually Comics. My name is Tristan, and I am joined, as always, by my stalwart companion, Bob. Yes. Hi. Yes. Hi. <laughs> I remembered there, this. There one. it is. Oh, I can just I can feel the crowds applauding when they hear your your yes. catchphrase. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, it's a new week of comics. It is uh, the sixth uh, tomorrow or mm. today or whatever. I don't know if we're we're kayfabing this or something. <laughs> if we're supposed to pretend that it's tomorrow, but uh, it's not tomorrow. Today is actually Tuesday when we're recording this. And uh, yeah, we got some stuff. We got some comics. It's a, a lot of comics this week. It's a weird a week. Lot. I don't know. I, this was an odd week of comics. There was a lot of comics, but not a lot of comics that I loved. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a. It was especially a weird. It was a weird day for me specifically because mm. I came in and I was like, okay, what's gonna happen? Everything started breaking down. We like the ballast in a in a light out back blew out, and now we can't get our lights over the skate shop. I've got to get that replaced. We've got all this nonsense going on, and then the Shopify site went down, oh. and like we couldn't update. So the comics just sat there for like four hours, waiting to be, Ugh. like waiting to go live. And I was like, I wrote out an apology on Instagram, and then thirty minutes later, it was back up, and I was like, oh okay, well, <laughs> whatever. Uh, but sorry, sorry yeah, about the squeaking. I'm adjusting my mic. I'm it was farting. very strange, and at the same time, we got. Three separate collections dropped on our heads in the same day. A big old crazy, dirty, filthy comic collection. Which like, is my favorite. It's one of those like it's been sitting in the basement and like you should not be touching this. Uh, you without really, a mask. Without a mask. You I, like I'm putting. Uh, I'm literally hand sanitizing mm. right now, even though I know I just did it. There uh, was one of those comics that I picked up and I was like, my hands, I could I like see them this. getting dirty. <laughs> it was like brick dust or something. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's definitely. It's something where uh, it's nice that masks are in the mix uh, <laughs> yeah, there's, in there's the store now. Handy. It's like, hey, that's that's probably good. That'll probably help me to not get whatever lumber lung or whatever it is that you get black lung. Yeah. I don't know. Something terrible for the, breathing the in The nice spores. thing, though, was they're not moldy. They're just gross. Dirty. The, like, yeah, the bags are gross, so you throw the bags away, yeah, and the yeah. comics are more or less okay in this yeah. collection. yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's cool. Uh, it's a fun collection to go through. I and ha had a blast. We also got sold this collection of Hulk stuff Ooh. that is like... Oh, is that the Hulk uh, work that's, caboose? That's why we have the 70s Hulk train. <laughs> Hulk the, work caboose. Hulk work caboose, it says. <laughs> that's going on the Instagram. Without definitely. irony. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, also, it's like uh, there was a the record player, which was gorgeous, like one of those oh, little kids' record players. I didn't see but that. But a giant picture of the Hulk. Fuck yeah. Like a trimpy Hulk in the background or something. <sighs> Pretty sweet. Um, That's amazing. And uh, yeah, and also like 75 Hulk action figures. Ooh. Not to mention like 10 Hulk statues. Ooh. I'm just like, I don't know what to do with all this, but it's... Who was Those? this Hulkamaniac that sold you this? <laughs> oh, I don't know about it, brother. But <laughs> now, um, <laughs> where am I? There's no Hulkamaniacs here. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, this is somebody who sold me another giant lot of Marvel Legends earlier. Uh. So we had, he was just like, well, I was holding on to this. And it was, it was really frustrating. I, I don't try to uh, negotiate stuff out of people's hands, yeah. but boy. He took a bunch of photos of this stuff, and in the background was a Shogun Warriors Godzilla, and oh. I was like, 
I would really like to ask about that. <laughs> <laughs> but nope. Hulks. Uh, that's a that's a no-go. I don't like taking shit that people don't want to give up. Um, but uh, yeah. You just wait till they bring it to you. Exactly. Hopefully. <laughs> Uh yeah, so it's been it's been a crazy it's been a crazy day full of crazy collections and uh lots, lots of, of awesome stuff. Lots of product. Lots of product. Uh, the store is like to the gills right now with everything that like everything that we sell, we have about as much of it as we've ever had in the history of the store. Is that a bad thing? It is really Sounds not. Good to me. It's like uh, our records. We've got like three bin, like bins of records now. Yeah, they're like pretty That's well stacked. Good. Actually, going through your records the other day, you've, you're you're developing something yeah, there. We're like trying. It's it's. it's forming exactly. into, uh, into a very interesting and eclectic Slowly. mix. Slowly. But choice. Like, there's choice yeah, yeah. things in there. It's curated. Yes. It's not just like, Absolutely. here's a bunch of Herb Alpert or <laughs> no. Engelbert Humperdinck or whatever. Which reminds me, if people do want to sell us their record collections, that's something I'm definitely in the mood to, to pick up. I would like to get some record collections. So if you're listening and you want to come in and sell some records, I'm stoked. Especially if you're somebody whose taste kind of fits the store, the punk metal type folks out there we're definitely looking for that stuff horror stuff waxworks all that kind of crap if you're moving and you're tired of lugging around records we're sitting here so we don't care um i fucking hope we're staying here (laughs) (laughs) i just had a yes i just had a terrible like i can't remember somebody said something about moving their store and i was like oh no because <laughs> we have a huge rent increase coming up, but I I think we can we can bear it. I'm not gonna nice. You know we've it it's just a horrible irony where it's like haha I might be able to get out of debt and I'm starting to make some forward headway. Oh a thousand dollars extra a month in rent. Okay fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Well yeah. there goes that. <laughs> oh inflation and everything costs yep, more. Yeah. Exactly. So you know. Nobody yeah. wants to hear about that, but no. it is a thing. And uh, it's the reality of actually comics. So tis, that's what tis, you signed tis. up for when, this you, is actually... when you pressed play. <laughs> yes. But uh, yeah, there you go. I hope everybody had a good fourth, even though the world is not what it should be. And, uh, you know, let's talk about comic books. Yeah. And, distract you from it. And by comic books, I mean aliens figures. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, actually, aliens figures. Uh, what I mean is action figures because. We have some of the coolest Aliens figures I've had in the store. The newest series from the Alien video game, the Fireteam Elite, whatever that is. I've never, I haven't played it, I which not. is weird because I love Alien games. Hmm. But um, these are, it's the, it's the Burster and the Spitter, and they're both these aliens that have like lots of clear green plastic on them, like they have hmm. toxic waste repositories in their body they are so cool looking wow i'm i'm a sucker for clear plastic especially like neon green so yeah i love those things so we got them we also got amazing spider-man number five it was good it was great it was my favorite <laughs> i feel like the furniture uh, superstore plate <laughs> no nah, i was like Furniture Amazing Spider-Man is good. Amazing Spider-Man 5 is great. American <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man 5 is outrageous. Uh, it, didn't the Furniture Superstore... I don't remember these ads very well. I just remember on. them having a... He had a very, like, almost intentional deadpan. Yes. Furniture Superstore is good. <laughs> Furniture Superstore is great. 
You come a, down to the furniture superstore. I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> gets furniture. I don't know. It's still the same voice. It, it's a little more. Um, it's so a little like, more a little animated. Bit Steve Steve Brulish is what yeah. I remember it being. Oh, uh, like Stephen Wright is like. Uh, <laughs> yes. Come on down, come on down to down. the Amazing Spider-Man number oh, five. Right. He wow. fights the Tombstone. And the Tombstone. There's a tombstone. No, it actually is good, uh, and and I yeah. won't say why because that would give it away. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. Comic isn't out yet, and also it's hmm. it's a it's one of them it's one of them uh, approaching a key moment in Spider-Man history issues hmm. because we're because he's never had a number six before. He's never had a number <laughs> nine hundred before, which is the next legacy uh, numbering issue. Okay, are they gonna use that again? Yes. Nice. Oh yeah, I mean legacy numbering is there, and I think Marvel. As much as like for a while there, we were like, I don't trust legacy numbering, <laughs> but oh, but now I do see it. Yeah, but there now it is. they're like oh. actually sticking to their legacy numbering. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, all right. So Venom really is like Lethal Protector is Venom number one now, and you know like they've done all these things where they've uh, accounted for Venom's the most interesting for me. I think it's cool that they just decided screw it. Each one of those Venom miniseries. Like they're in order, and that's Venom's story yeah. in a linear. Took a page from the uh, BPRD Hellboy yeah, exactly. uh, book, where it's like on the inside cover, it's like here's where it is in the sequence, yep. but on the outside, it's like number two. Yep, yeah. it's great. I I love that stuff. Um, Avengers Forever, very popular series right now for some stupid reason. Because the multiverse is hot, 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 hot. Um, um, this has many versions of Steve Rogers escaping from prison. I mean, I say it's stupid. I actually think that this is a fairly well-written book, and it's it's kind of... It's awful. Jason Aaron, and this is like right? A, yeah, it's just like a fun thing. I mean, That's it. it was I, being written by... Uh, oh, my God. Come on, brain. Wake up. I'm, I'm using this as my brain. I know Aaron Cooter did the art, and he's good. Oh, it is Jason Aaron. Yeah, it's like... It's basically... It feels like a sub-Avengers thing. Wasn't, it's, it seems wasn't fun. Wasn't it... Uh, I thought he did all of it. So oh, far. maybe he did. I'm I'm probably just I don't really know. I haven't super been following it, but I did read this one and it's basically it's a bunch of versions of Steve Rogers breaking out of prison. My mind is a sieve, so what are you yeah. gonna do? Uh Ballad of Gordon Barleycorn number one from our pals and uh and you know, full disclosure, my publisher, <laughs> uh Black Caravan. Hey I think it's this looks cool. I, yeah, I, I've actually the artwork is you described it as being like it's, Tony Millionaire. Meets, I feel like yeah, meets what was the other thing? I never came up with a. You meets. never came up with a. Meets. It was it's it's got a Tony Millionaire line work kind of quality to it, but it's also like kind of pervy and yeah, strange it reminds and me music of like it's if Tony and, Millionaire was doing a uh, like a uh, like a crumb kind of like underground. Yeah, but it almost feels like like nineteen thirties car comics, like, <laughs> like in a, a way, like, like a Tijuana like, Bible. Like, yeah, or like a rubber arm, like yeah, yeah. Felix the Cat, Oswald the Rabbit meets yeah. R. Crumb meets Tony Millionaire. I don't know. That's a, that's a pretty pretty ringing endorsement as far but, as that. But concerned. the story itself is like sex perv, like <laughs> sex perv. I mean, yeah, I mean he's like wearing. I mean he looks like a, it's. I think it literally says. Yeah, sex, drugs, and puppets. Perfect. On the first page. Uh, Basilisk number nine is out. Ooh. 
that's that's the thing that lives in the Chamber of Secrets. Spoiler alert if you haven't read Harry Potter. I'm so sorry. Oh. Uh, it does live there. I haven't read oh, Harry Potter. Crap. But I've seen the films. Oh, shit. So you <laughs> do. Uh, anyway, uh, Batman 125. This is probably the most anticipated book of the week. Yeah. Probably one of the most anticipated books of the year. Yeah. I mean, it, I've been Zdarsky looking forward doing to doing Batman is a big freaking deal. Yeah. Um, I skimmed it. And so I, it, I only it was, gave it very cursory glances, but it, it the looked art, a, it's, I love. Oh, the art is great. And it looked a little bit more um, like it's, I, th- I think it, I don't know. I, I liked it, but I, I can't really like the thing that I, I think, liked looking at it. I should say I didn't, I didn't read it. Yeah. There's some stuff in it that is like, I don't know if it's a dream or if it's real because it's a lot of it's flashback. A lot of it's, it goes like flashback present day. But here's the thing with this is I can tell that I want to read more than one chapter of it at a time. So I am, this is going into the, like, I'm going to save up a couple issues and then read them all together because this is the kind of a story that if I read one issue and then wait a month and then read another issue four weeks from now, I won't remember enough of what happened to, uh, to effectively, absorb the story so this is a like maybe it's a trade weight for some for me being a non-trade person it's a like save up a couple issues read them all in one sitting like a saga kind of thing i will say that this is the first batman i've really wanted to read that has been ongoing yes Uh, because i'm not really it turns out i'm not really a batman fan i like i i try and there's i I've said it before. I like good Batman stories. Yeah. I guess it's just I I don't I can't truck with a mediocre Batman story if it's if it's something that's just kind of like the same old thing that I've seen before. It's I'm not like the way I am with Spider-Man. I'll read a mediocre Spider-Man story mm. because I I have a, like a really close affinity. Like just I am I like the character as though he was a person I knew. Mm. Batman, yeah. You know what? If I saw him at a party, I'd be like, oh, hey. Uh, you know, Spider-Man, I'd be like, hey, man, hey, how's it going? I really want to hang out with you. Uh, you know, and that's that's kind of my feeling. For me, uh, the thing I really dug about looking through this was that you have the secret identity juxtaposition, Batman, he's rich, he's, mm-hmm. you know, I know part of it was like a flashback, so like, I don't know how much of the current continuity is going to factor into it, hopefully not a ton. Uh, the, uh, the thing that but, I thought like, was I, weird like, was the three Jokers factors into it. That was a dream, though, so like, that that was, it. that was weird. Well, uh, I at mean, first yeah, I was like, oh man, that was unexpected, but then I realized it, it was like he was just having a panic dream about there being like I don't think it actually tied into the three jokers story. It line. feels like having a dream about the three jokers after there's an existing three joker story mm, yeah. means that you're saying that that's part of continuity. But and, who knows? And that could be the thing where it's like I need to like actually read more of it. But uh but I like that it's like it feels like the Batman that I know, which is the Batman yep. that works. Yep. But but for me, and it's actually another Spider-Man thing, like Spider-Man and Batman for me are characters that I like a lot, but I'm not like a slave to it. I'm not going to like buy whatever yep. comes out of that. It has to be good. But one of the things that makes it good is for me it not being too superhero-y. And I think a lot of the recent Batman comics have skewed away from the like mystery solving yes, detective absolutely. angle. Yeah, and yeah. that's more of what I want. Me too. 
coupled with really good art. So I like that they kept the same creative team, like artistic creative team, and it's just like a new writer. So the sensibility changes how the art looks and is stylized, but it works. And I'm looking forward to the 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 arc and seeing where it goes. Also, yeah. I like that Tim Drake is back. Yeah, and me too. As Robin, regular just yeah, yeah. Robin. Like nothing against Damien. I like Damien yep. fine, but I think Damien should be teamed up with Dick Grayson. Yep, like, agree. A, 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 like that's the dynamic that works there. The and I also like works. I also like him teamed up with uh, with Superboy. Sure. Like I I love I like that dynamic quite a bit too. Yeah. The Super Sons series. I I've said it a million yeah, times, like it. but it's one of my faves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Batman Killing Time and Batman Neo Year Four, whatever. Batman Beyond Neo Year Four. Yeah. Both out. Sure. Uh, Batman Urban Legends Trade Paperback Volume Two is out. Uh, oh. And Black Adam, as played by The Rock, is uh, <laughs> is slowly creeping into visual continuity of DC, especially with. This I think this is a movie. Justice tie-in. Society files Hawkman number one. I think this is a clear movie tie-in. This I mean, is not DC continuity. That is, is that is The Rock. Yeah, yeah. It's the I Rock see him. Cover, I'm like, yeah. that's the Scorpion King. Right also, there. Hawkman in it is black. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's definitely not mainstream DC continuity. Is it version a of, new Hawkman or is it the same it's guy? It's Carter Hall Hawkman. Okay, he's just black, which is actually. You know, ma- I mean, listen, it th- makes I mean, sense for all of the characters I, tied to ancient <laughs> Egypt to be not say, white people. <laughs> okay, I mean, I don't think it's a very, I don't think it's a very controversial statement to say if you've decided that the character is from ancient Egypt. Maybe having him be a blonde white guy <laughs> mm, might, yeah. might might be weird. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Black Panther number seven. Mm. This book lost me. I. It looks fine. I lost this book because I didn't read like three issues, and so I'm like, I didn't read this one either. I was into it, and then I don't know something happened. I, was, I only lost like, me. I was super into this up until about issue four, and then I just forgot to read an issue, and then I was, yeah. then I just stopped reading it. I I don't know something happened between like issue three and four where it was just like I just lost the plot, and now it's like I pick it up and I don't have any idea what's happening in it, mm, and I fair just enough. you know it's my fault. I'm sorry, I let the creative team down. Damn you by not buying their comic. Have you also let down Captain America, the Sentinel of Liberty, mm. on this, the day after our Independence Day? How could you, Bob? Here's the thing. This book sucks? It doesn't. Oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't think it does. Uh, but here's my thing. I just thing. thought that that was a good segue. It was. It was good. It was okay. good. It was good. Uh, I don't like glossy paper, and I don't like Marvel's glossy paper the I mean, most. I mean, like, honestly, yeah, yeah. Marvel's paper is worse than Dynamite's paper yep. right now. Sorry. Like, no, you have to work your ass off for me to want to buy a three ninety nine comic that like looks like that. And to me, that's like there's like a couple books that I buy from Marvel, yeah, yeah. And, and it could be this Captain America would have to be the best fucking <laughs> yep. Captain America that I've ever seen for no, me to I pick agree. it up. Their, it, their paper quality has to be addressed soon. They keep saying like, oh, we're aware of it. We're, we're really disappointed. It's like, it's been a year, motherfuckers. Like, yeah. come on, like, let's, fix it. Let's fix it. Uh, you should never release something that looks like Spider-Punk number one ever again. No, no, that you was, should, you that should was not like have published. on toilet paper. It was, and, and you should not have paper that is subs the biggest company in comics should not have paper that is sub substandard to the smallest company yep. in comics 
And also, the only thing going for it is that it doesn't smell like some of those really bad yeah, smelling yeah. comics that have that weird acetony smell. But it's know. like, yeah, I mean, you look at like the quality of like a Scout comic. Yeah. Like, imagine if it's Marvel quality. comics looked like Scout does. Absolutely. They'd be amazing. It would be Absolutely. fucking incredible. Absolutely. Ugh, it's so stupid. There's so much that Marvel slash Disney does that I'm just like, I don't, I can't understand it. Yeah. It's like you're not uh, I, you're I, not winning hearts and minds here. No, you're not. Babies. And I'll tell you, I understand it. The reason that they do it is because they're like, oh, we realize that we sell the same amount of comics yes. if we do this shitty paper and say, oh, we're sorry. And then <laughs> and, and they still charge the same amount for it. Yeah, so you're not it's wrong. Like, of course, they're happy to overcharge you for substandard product like they are the biggest corporation in entertainment yes. like. That is, I mean, that that is a full-on Disney move. Yeah, but absolutely. Anyway. I will say that there are two things going for this in the in the world of variant covers. Uh, that you know Peach how Momoko is when when Peach Momoko is on, it's it can be yep. phenomenal, and this is one of my favorite Peach Momoko covers. It's great. I have ever seen, and also there is a secondary one leading us up to the first Marvel Predator comic, and that is Captain America versus Predator on one of the covers. <laughs> Wait, really? Oh, hell yeah. One. Yeah, I remember when they did the Aliens versus the Marvel variant covers. Not yeah. really. Oh, they I did, didn't. They I did, actually, so for whatever reason, I just didn't see those. I mean, I obviously, I was excited about them. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> of course, sure. I'm going to be. But this also is very exciting, and I'm so looking forward to this Predator Reboot! Oh my god, the prey movie! Yeah, holy shit! That, that movie looks, looks so good, yeah. and it's like it's everything's being done the right way. Yep. It's in the original language, and it's like you can get a version of it that's actually in the native language, cool. as opposed to being in English. It's just like all the actors are actually of the right tribe, and like, fuck, you yeah. did those things right, and it looks like the movie is written properly too. Yeah, where it's like you didn't, you just took away all of, stripped it down, and made it just about, you know, crazy, crazy predator fighting people. Yeah, Love absolutely. It. I th I'm really excited, except for I don't have the channel it's going to be on. Is it's the only real problem. So close. <laughs> the, I mean, I feel like when this thing was solicited, they said that it was going to be a miniseries. Yeah, I thought that's what they said. I, I thought, thought it was a miniseries. I thought the actually. original plan was miniseries. Now it's a movie. Oh. So and now, like, if it was a miniseries, I might have, I might have gone for whatever that is. Mm. Paramount uh, Plus, I think. Peacock Plus. Peacock Plus. <laughs> whatever, whichever. A mountain. Peacock of... Dreams. <laughs> yes. Paramount Plus. Sorry. A mountain little, of pure little, rock and roll. Little Mighty Boosh. I was going Mighty Boosh on that. Oh, very good. Peacock Dreams. Uh. <laughs> Uh, Carnage number four is a bad comic. Um, I did not read it. Uh, we got a bunch of Waxworks records in this week, including Ooh. the Carrie motion picture soundtrack, Ooh. which is a double record, and it's awesome. Neat. We got Catwoman volume six, Fear State trade paperback, mm. and the Chud soundtrack. What? <laughs> yes. And does it have sweet. the sound of Chuds on it? <laughs> yes. Uh, it has the song The Sounds of Chud. Um, we the got sounds of Chud's own. <laughs> yes, Closet Number Two is out. This is a three-issue mini. Yeah, this is this is IP. This this is IP. It's good. It's fine. It's, it's cool. It's it went good. in a slightly different direction than I was I, expecting. I will say that it is. It's interesting. I'm I'm disappointed that this is. I don't know. 
This is just soon to be a, a series on Netflix, right. basically. I just like, I don't know, man. Image is making some choices. Yeah, I have no problem with this comic. I think it's just fine, but it's like it's definitely no, no, no. IP. No, no, no. This comic is great. Like I enjoy reading this comic. Mm. That's not the that's not the issue. My issue with this is just that it's symptomatic of the types of decisions that Image is making lately, and I'm kind of like, mm. you know, where it's like we're gonna release Lego comics and these kind of things that are like these are not image decisions like this isn't what image is about Hmm. you had a clear brand you had a clear like you weren't going to just pick up some random thing and put it out and now it feels like they're all over the map and like all of the old guys that work there are like how about we put out my thing from the 90s again wouldn't you like (laughs) to read profit you kids like profit don't you and it's like no we fucking didn't like profit when it came out in the 90s Nobody liked it. We liked it when Brendan Graham rebooted it, but we didn't like yours. Yeah. It's like, see how good mine is? It won all these awards. No, it didn't. Everyone did. Everyone loved Supreme. No, they loved Alan Moore. They liked Alan Moore doing Supreme. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, there was definitely a time where some of those titles did sell, though. Fucking Supreme ruled. Like I mean, the, but no, but the I mean, Alan, like pre Alan Moore, like the early, yeah. like the the early days of Image, like they literally were like printing money, like that's, that's why there's so five weird. million copies of oh, all yeah, of yeah. those comics everywhere you go. Yeah, yeah. Like that's why, like when you go in the indie bin now, it's not like Dell, it's like <laughs> fucking Wildstorm or whatever. <laughs> yes. Anyway. I, I hate that. That's I hate that there are places that are like, and here's my indie comics. Spawn, <laughs> yeah, uh, right, come on! Right. It sold five million copies. Yeah, yeah. Come on. it was selling more than Marvel at that yeah. time. Yeah, or at least as much as. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, uh, Dark Crisis. Oh, it's dark in here. The cr- darkest of crises. Crises. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's all right. It's not great. It's all right. <laughs> There's like some. It, honestly, it just feels like an issue of Titans Academy. Yep. It's really weird. It's not the kind of. I mean, listen. I'm not. I'm. I can't believe that I'm complaining about stakes because I feel like DC stakes are always too high in literally every issue of every comic that they have. Mm-hmm. I would love the stakes to be like, oh, I lost a bet, and now I have to clean the bathroom. It'd be <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah, That yeah. would be wonderful. Uh, but Justice League. <laughs> that is actually, actually a plot of Justice League International. Is that true? Yeah. There's well, one well, where, uh, where Booster Gold gambles all their money, and they make him clean toilets, and he quits. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> He's like, I used to be somebody. I quit, and he forms the conglomerate. <laughs> oh my god! What I like about Dark Crisis mm. is that the uh, the B cover has the classic sitcom, oh. uh, like that pop up thing where you like if you're watching TV on like Friday night and there's a sitcom on, and it's like. Who's this? Oh, it's a new sitcom. And they're like back to back and their arms are crossed. <laughs> nice. Like, oh, these two don't get My along. My two dads. <laughs> like, 
It's like Batman, Superman. It's Batman and uh, Yara Flo. Oh, so, that's funny. There's, there's also a, a mm. uh, there's also a variant cover that's like re reimagining the first uh, Justice I Society. I really crossover. like that cover. Yeah, it's fine. There's a very interesting soft art style on that. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it's done in stained glass or something. It's really weird. I, I appreciate that they put those variants on a on a sturdier cover mm-hmm. stock, but like the for me to pay an extra dollar for a comic, it's got to be like really much better than the main cover which that one is better than the main cover here but like yeah i just i don't know like there's like that whole thing where it's like nightwing is just like a normal guy and he gets like blown up in the there's like a huge explosion like right next to him and he's like i can barely move and then he just like fights deathstroke and it's like (laughs) come on like if you can barely move deathstroke's killing you in like two seconds man like it's like he's deathstroke and if you're gonna depower him while simultaneously explaining to me that he's more powerful than he's ever been You got some splaining to do. Yeah, but this book it's, is it's weird. not. It's not terrible. Yeah. It's 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 fine. It's, I was really. I said it when it came out. I was looking forward to this. Yeah, I thought this was going to be a really good crossover. I had a good feeling about it, and it's not really what I thought. It certainly isn't the the second coming of uh, Infinite Crisis, which it, is kind of what I thought it was going to be. It does like, not- just a fun. It doesn't feel like it really has actual consequences in the world, even though the, the stakes are right, high. Right, because like the consequences of it are things... And I'm sorry, it's, it sounds like I'm really shitting on DC, which I, I, I buy a fair amount of DC. You are the you DC know, I'm a guy, DC so. guy. But like, you invented an entire multiverse in order to create the stakes of this. Like The yep. dark multiverse did not exist before Dark Knight's Metal or whatever, which yep. is like four years ago. Like, it's... There's... You... It doesn't work for stakes when you just are like, the stakes are this thing I made up. Yeah. I told you about, like, in a couple comics that made no sense. You know, I I don't know. It's just like, it's fine. I think that what could have benefited the series would be to tighten it up a little bit and, like, instead of, like, be seven or nine or whatever it is, be like four or five. Yeah. And just I think you're right. Go like, okay, because it feels like you don't I don't really... think this this should not have been a seven issue. I, I think, think I think so. that I think you got it right there. I think you got it in one. I think yeah. it's a four issue. Yeah, just need to be five on the up. outside. Just tighten it up a little so bit. So I feel like the first chapters unfortunately are and lacking they, focus. And then they added a zero issue which didn't need to be there either. Right. Which right. was really pointless. But I wouldn't be I so- actually enjoyed that zero issue, yeah. but it was pointless. Yeah. Like it was not part of the story. I, I just I do think that I would not be surprised if the chapters going forward start to get a little bit I think so more too. like yep. substantive. But the first two so far have been I concur the world. Average. Uh so we also have the Day of the Dead soundtrack, another Ooh. double LP. Killer. Uh, we've got uh, the reissue from Black Label of Day Tripper finally. So oh. that's been out of print for a long time. Oh, it's, it's nice not Vertigo to, now. It's a it Black is now Label. Bla- everything. There yeah. is no Vertigo. Yeah, so right, right. That's so weird. It is really weird. It's honestly, especially considering you know, like I'm it's a, a solid brand. Like, like, like why would you abandon it? Comic shop that has a Vertigo section <laughs> yeah. that is like as big as our image section almost. You know, like. It's like half the size of our image section or half the size of our Marvel section or whatever. It's like, it's a sizable bunch of stuff because I love everything they do. Yeah. What's the conspiracy there? Why did they stop? Because somebody who was in the upper echelon said, all you have is Batman. You'd better take Sandman back. 
And they were like, okay, cool. What about some of this other stuff? We'll take that back too. They're like, how about we just close Vertigo and then we just merge the two things together? Well, but then they're putting out stuff that came out under Vertigo and calling it something new. And I don't really get that. That's I mean, what I'm it, saying. Like, it, why? Like, did someone make money off of the name Vertigo? And so they're like, we don't want to pay this person money? No, no, no. It's it's just the fact that, it, it, I mean, okay. Are they just well, fucking Karen Berger, Berger over? Is that like... No, I mean, they definitely did fuck Karen Berger over. But also, I think just imagine that it's, say, uh, that you run McDonald's. Hmm. And uh, McDonald's had... You know, like there was a pizza chain or something that was doing really well. And then they were like trying to sell shares of McDonald's on the stock market. They're like, oh, you know what? This is fucking McPizza. And then McPizza gives you more money for your shares because DC is just a tradable NASDAQ company. Right. You know, and they want people to see them as being of more value to give more value to their shareholders. Which is the same thing as Marvel or anybody else. Sure. And so by clarifying their brand, they can be like, look at all these things we have as as marketable IP. Whereas when you have Vertigo, you're like, oh, it's not really DC. DC isn't doing all these cool things. But it really is. I mean, like at the end of the day, DC was doing all these cool things. They just hired a really smart lady to shepherd this brand. My only quibble with that is that it always said i mean i guess vertigo was its own standalone but it also there was like dc vertigo as well yeah. like why would you you could still call it dc vertigo because and you're not trying DC to you're trying to push label. this black label thing yeah, too you're yeah. also trying to to push the yeah, black yeah. label as something make it make it happen i get it so you got some you got some dc versus vampires number seven how about that loved it best issue in several issues loved it great sweet super cool twist uh i love where you remember omega men remember when that was really that tom king thing that was awesome and it was like here's this five group of five people against this horde of evil bullshit right like you're getting that vibe starting with this one it's like here's the people who are fighting back and uh and it's cool there's there's stakes it's cool like oh man one uh and i jaina from the wonder twins kills in it <laughs> like absolutely kills like awesome. i liked the 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 mark russell series that they did with them but like this is like the best version of this character that's existed yet i'm so i'm also just so glad that the green arrow tv show has stopped so <laughs> that we can go back to the original characterization of ollie from the comics yes so it's yeah. like thank god because you couldn't pull it off you can't make that character from the tv show that works in the tv show work in a comic right just right. give me the green arrow that i like and yeah. this this is the green arrow i like totally yeah and it's cool too um the dynamic that's being set up of um i don't think it's spoiling to say that the king of vampires in dc versus vampires is dick grayson mm-hmm. so um at this point it's like you know several months yeah, yeah. back uh but one of the non-vampire the really the only non vampire bat character that's left is Barbara Gordon Batgirl and Mm -hmm. clearly there's going to be like instead of like romantic tension between them like fight to the death between them and I think that's a pretty cool I think this is a great series I love the art there was like a one shot that came out a couple weeks ago maybe when we didn't have the podcast and it was okay and it contained something that is key sort of to 
uh, and I'm kind of yeah. pissed off because it wasn't as good as the main series, but like you do need to kind of know what happened in it to get it. So at the very least, if you didn't get that, Google it. Yeah, because you need to know Wikipedia that. Yeah, or wi- something. wiki that shit. Uh, or, we, buy, or or buy the thing. Or buy know. it. Hey, yeah. I wouldn't Joseph's mind. Got it. Uh, die. Namite never dies. Namite number five. Nonsense never <laughs> dies. <laughs> <laughs> Giant pile of nonsense. Here you go. There's like you can't tell the difference between Tarzan and John Carter, but they fight, and I'm just like, who's winning? I don't know. It's, Who fucking cares? Like someone gets killed, and then it's like it's maybe neither one of them somehow. There's another guy that looks just like them that joins the fight. I'm just like, <laughs> they put a give him a T on his shirt or something. <laughs> I don't fucking know who I'm looking at here. Whatever. The same haircut. The same clothes. We got this super sweet Don't Go in the House uh, LP as well mm. coming out. <laughs> love that ridiculous. Uh, I love the art for that movie more than I like the movie, but uh, it's it's a it's a memorable. Uh, it's one of the most memorable flamethrower massacre uh, killers I can think of. <laughs> uh, All right. Let's see. Firepower by Kirkman. Cool. Great yeah. art. Yeah. I'm not not there anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, Flashpoint Beyond number three. Cool. Yeah. I flipped it. That's all right. I don't know why uh, why Superman's still a nerd. Did he get like... Because uh, he lives in Flashpoint. That's what he looks like there. <laughs> well, did he get like stunted from being raised yeah. in the tube? Yes. And so his growth was kind of messed up? Yeah, he was in the Flashpoint series. Yeah, yeah. But I mean like... Oh, but he never got bigger. But he never like he's after, still yeah. kind of he's still kind of he's got a weird face and he's kind of he still he just doesn't like it in the sunshine anymore. Yeah, he grew up in the dark. He's okay. a more like Batman. He's he's a Morlock. Yes. Uh, Ghost Rider number four. Well, Ghost Rider motorcycle hero. So he were, was that Rollins covering that that you were playing yeah, in was. the store earlier? <laughs> I was like, he covered this. What yeah, like, suicide is that who that is? Yeah, it's a suicide yeah. song. Uh, yeah, he covered it on uh, Hot Animal Machine, ah. which is a great Henrietta <laughs> Collins and the Wife Beating Child Haters. <laughs> what? That was that's the name of the band. Oh, that was his. It wasn't a Henry Rollins record. It was a Henrietta Collins and the Wife Beating Child Haters. Okay, <laughs> album. I missed that one. It's pretty much my favorite, with the exception of Hard, uh, not Hard Volume, but Hard, the German album that he oh. released. It's probably my favorite. It's an album that's recorded in German. No, it's it's from it's like you can only get German releases of it for some Uh, flipping reason. Like it's not available anyway, and it has like my favorite Rollins song because it's like the dumbest Rollins song, and it's the most Rollinsy of the songs. (laughs) The song "Hard," (laughs) I am because I'm hard. Do you have a video for that? I don't think so. Maybe he's so fucking dumb, but I love him. Yeah. He's like the he's like the smarter Joe Rogan. <laughs> uh, I like that. Boy, I'm going to get my ass beat for saying that. Uh, uh, I can't say I ever really dug Rollins. I just like, it never worked funny. for me. It's like I love the Rollins records. I love but he's my least like I don't mean to paraphrase uh, Billy Joe Osborne or whatever his name is from uh, Billy Joe from Green Day. Yeah. But uh, he's my least favorite Black Flag singer. <laughs> yeah. Like Rollins talked some shit about Green Day and he was like, I don't fucking care. He's my least favorite Black Flag singer. That's all I know about him. And it's like me too. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like his solo stuff more than him with Black Flag. He kind of is 
emblematic of what ruined Black Flag, turning them into like, what if Lydia Lunch sang for Black Flag? Well, mm. it would suck. Yeah, is the answer. Uh, it, they would stop being a punk band and start being poetry over you, bad jazz. You know what would happen? I'd listen to Flipper instead. It'd st- <laughs> stop listening. I'd go back and I'd actually start listening to the Circle Jerks, where Keith Morris went and did cool stuff. Yes. Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. That's Punk Rock Corner from. <laughs> I Comics. love our little punk rock digressions, <laughs> and so do our listeners. Yes, sure, you love I, it. You like it? Tell us you love it. Come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all right, Green Lantern, Horatius. Oh, <laughs> which is <laughs> which is a great way to describe like a new snack cake. Yeah. Ooh, it's munchably it was Horatius. Like the hillbilly Green Lantern uh, <laughs> graphic novel. Ah, dead gummit Horatius. <laughs> Horatius. What's that green globe and rock you done found up there on the hill? <laughs> it's yeah. It's the uh, the Stephen King bit from uh, from Creepshow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get off my rock. <laughs> All right, heavy metal drummer number six of six. Cool. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, it, the guy from Me- uh, Megatrip, uh, the the Megatrip newsletter from the uh, Tales for, <laughs> Tales for Tales from of the Enlightened, he loves that comic. So many people really love it. It's it's got some. I can't remember that guy's name. It's interesting. I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm being hypercritical. It just feels like as much as I do enjoy the artwork and I enjoy the crazy punk rockness and nonsenseness of it. There's something about it that just doesn't ring true to me for some reason. Like it just feels a little too. Um, this is what's hip right now, so I'm going to make this almost, comic. Well, I don't want to. That's that's a little too. That's a little too critical. Sorry, but, but it's, <laughs> that's what I felt after I read the first one, and I, I didn't understand. Read but it's it's also just like I don't know. It feels like it's got a little too much of that kind of like negativity, where you're like. I, I don't want to accuse it of being, you know, anything that it isn't, but like it feels like there's just some some grossness on the edges of it that I didn't like too much. So sure, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't for me, and I read the first one and was like, eh, not for me. And then I didn't read it again. Yeah, it's but it is like I know so many people who like good things that like it. So yeah, I think it just I think it just for some reason is just on the side on the edge of my my taste. For one reason or another, um, and there you go. Whatever. Excuse me. Uh, we got two amazing little golden books: "How to Be a Knight" and "How to Be a Pirate." Lego book style. Ah, it's cross promotion for Legos. Come on, synergy, corporate <laughs> profits, the American way, via Denmark or wherever the fuck Legos are from. I believe they are from Denmark. Okay, perfect. Uh, we got Jane Foster, the Mighty Thor. She's Australian for beer. Huh. Um, oh man when we went to Ikea a couple weeks ago they have their own Lego sets Ikea Lego sets what yeah are they Lego brand yes oh Jesus they have this like case it's clear and you can build stuff on top of it so it's like the most Ikea thing it's like these uniform blocks that are cases and then they have a set that's just like Ikea sort of themed just random bricks to put with your regular Legos if you want them to have a fjord. Exactly. It's actually called like something. It's got like a Ikea name. Of course it does. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> this has been your Ikea corner. Uh, yes. Jane Foster. Ikea. Ikea table for some reason. <laughs> Don't know why. This Jane Foster comic looks just fine. Yep. Perfectly serviceable. Uh, <laughs> and speaking of perfectly serviceable, we got the last issue of The Joker, a perfectly serviceable The Joker comic. Yes. 
we also have, speaking of things that are not actually just serviceable, but excellent, how about Justice League Infinity? Uh, we have the trade paperback oh. for that wonderful series. Yeah, that was the one that was like kind of in the animated. Uh, yep. It's yeah. basically a continuation of the Justice League Justice Unlimited. League yeah. Unlimited. Yep. Cool. Uh, we have Philadelphia number 23, cool. a comic that uh, not only do I think is a wonderful comic, I literally just had a conversation with someone today <laughs> about why this is not one of the best known uh, horror comics out there. I'm not going to say that it's racism, but I'm going to say that it's awesome. Interesting. <laughs> so whatever. That was the conversation you were having with yes. my friend Becky's husband. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Was, he was like, I don't, I don't get it. This like, thing is amazing. It's like, he was like, I'm going to pull out all my issues and reread the whole thing. Oh, wow. And it's like, it is, it is a great horror comic. Um, I don't know why in the world it isn't super popular i don't believe that it is racism but i, I think it's trying really hard to get in well <laughs> dude speaking of you know what let's stop this mid frame and say holy shit theft is up so much what? oh my god and it's so brazen i watched someone i was standing next to someone when they dropped a book into their fucking bag Dropped a manga book, like, and not like a little tiny thing that they could somehow conceal in their hand. It's like one of those three in ones that's like the size of a phone book. And they're like, thump. And I was like, are you, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what is happening here? I had somebody try to steal magic cards while I'm standing at the case holding it open for them <laughs> like what the fuck david had to stand in the way of someone trying to get out the door with an expensive hardcover on friday like what is wrong with you people and i mean these are the ones that were catching who knows how many people there are that were not that's bananas and that's all just like in the last four days fuck yeah it's crazy don't steal it's and if you're going to steal from Walmart, don't I, steal from me. If you're going to steal, <laughs> I mean, unless I did steal something terrible, food, right? <laughs> and if was... I did something terrible to you, then okay, maybe we should talk about it. I don't know what it is, so uh, we'll discuss it. But other than that, I don't know why you would steal from me. I don't think I do terrible things to very many people. No, I don't understand why people steal from businesses that are not corporations. I mean, I, I, and and when I was a very 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 accomplished shoplifter in my youth yeah uh which i probably shouldn't admit in the recording but you know i haven't done it in a very long time i i had a, a strict moral code which was that i only stole from corporations Big like and stores. i only stole food and i only stole cigarettes <laughs> that was it but i was real good at stealing cigarettes man holy shit ask carl hans man <laughs> i used to like lean over counters and pull them from above like when at convenience stores, I I dated a girl who shoplifted like crazy, and it when I was really young, mm. and uh and it was terrible. But uh, she was able to shoplift an entire carton of cigarettes in between her breasts. Oh, dude! <laughs> I had a leather jacket uh, that had zippers on the sleeves, and I used to go. Uh, there was this place uh, that had this is when I was a kid, no, no places like this yeah, anymore, yeah, yeah. but cartons of cigarettes on a wall, rack of magazines to the side, <sighs> pornography, por yeah. pornography. So I would like sit and look at playboy 
So they'd be like, oh, that guy's just like looking at porno. And then I would put the cartons yep. in, zip up the zipper on the sleeve, and then just like walk out with the full carton of That's, like, it was like the exact size of, size of my arm. So this is, this is the thing. This is one of the, one of the, the porno. best techniques that people have as shoplifters. A lot of it uh, is uh, people who are unhomed, unhoused. They know that people are upset by drunks and mm. don't want to look at them that they're just like grossed out by people who are obviously staggering drunk and so a lot of people will come in and pretend to be staggeringly drunk and unhoused which they are absolutely not and are absolutely not and i because i know two of them who have tried this <laughs> and uh and it's just basically like the idea that people don't want to look at them because they're embarrassed mm. by their yeah. behavior right and that buys them some sort of like visual like it's, yeah currency. it's crazy and a lot of it is that like the i mean there's a lot of people who do the like loud talking wow what's that this is so cool i feel you like know? every single person that comes into this store says that yeah it's it's just how fake they say it <laughs> <That's> the, <laughs> it's yeah you hear it enough times in the day you can, you can like, judge I the know, authentic i know which one is authentic because everybody says that line over and over again so oh look at all this stuff oh look at all this stuff <laughs> this is so cool oh look at that take two anyway uh yeah exactly so, so don't those steal. are the things those don't, are the things don't steal we don't need me, to please. tell the people listening to the podcast no <laughs> absolutely not uh king conan number six i did not read it uh what about legion of x number three you uh, did not legion it actually i did and it was kind of looked like maybe there was some fun stuff in it i like sh- sh- swashbuckler uh <laughs> i can't say that word i'm sorry <laughs> Nightcrawler. I thought you were going to say shawarma, and I was like, <laughs> I like shawarma. I, I don't know why that that came yeah, up in this particular context. I'm a big but, fan of shawarma, and, and also, there's a panel with uh, <laughs> Jamie Madrox eating some in it. He just looks so goops. happy. He, no, there's a swashbuckling uh, version of Nightcrawler in it that I liked, but I did. You know, I don't know. You know how I feel about the I, books. I one of my favorite things. I love Nightcrawler dressing up like a pirate. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's whimsical and it's like it's playful and it's fun and I just love it. Yeah. I don't know. It, I'm way more into him as a pirate than I am into him as a fucking priest. I'll tell you that. Well, I mean, this. I think this is an interesting digression for him as a as a mutant priest. Of yeah. A, okay. Of mutant god of some fucking religion that he's made up from whole cloth. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. Um, but it's, it's not for me, but I think it's an interesting concept that, that has legs and has a, a place in, in the world. Yeah, I, think it, I, I don't think understand if why, if there's a mutant God, it's not the Phoenix. Good point. I mean, the, the Phoenix is kind of the mutant devil. Yeah. Oh, good point. In a way. Good point. Like, but I mean, so like the magistrix, the is, would be the, the, what's her name? Saturnine. Would that be like yeah, a God? Exactly. And Phoenix I mean, it, devil? it also does kind of feel like that's, let's the, invent an ex theology. <laughs> I mean, that's what they're doing is they're inventing an ex theology and it does feel like it would be a multi, a multi deity kind of thing. Um, okay. Who knows? Anyway, uh little monsters. Number five has a cool Jay Stevens alt cover that, that i like that cover rules yeah uh metal society number three i have no idea none mighty morphing power rangers number 21 mm-hmm. and if you like those power rangers but they're just simply too enormous for your taste why not get the marvel or the previews exclusive mini mates 
of these Power Rangers, including Blue, Pink, Green, and Alpha, the annoying little robot. What? Where are those? I didn't see those. I don't know where they are. I'll admit it. <laughs> they're right behind me. Cool. Somewhere. Anyway, but yes, I'll they're look awesome. At them later after uh, the I love Mini Mates too. I, Mini Mates like, are great. It's it's like one of posable my, Lego figures basically. They're just really good posable Lego figures, and I don't know. I could go. I could have gone totally nuts on Mini Mates, and yeah. I didn't. So I'm glad I didn't. I was I was fortunate that they when Diamond or uh, when um they were they were made. Uh, blah, 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 art asylum blah, 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 blah. yeah art asylum and previous they're yeah. good after that when they became like whatever bought them uh they <sighs> went overboard in trying to make them yeah. like look like action figures and it's like just make them look as simple as possible no details agree anyway uh mind management bootleg number one i think this is my favorite book of the week weird I really liked it. I liked mind management um, a lot. I like Feral Dalrymple. Uh, oh, yeah, so the this art was is ridiculous. It's so good, and the paper wow. is just pulpy and f- a beautiful paper stock that they we used. We know that that will win you over. Of course, it, it will certainly <laughs> win uh, uh, some favor. But that said, the story yeah. is of a ground level character kind of like experiencing what. I, I like mind management in in that I like the invisibles and I like yeah. that kind of like sub like they live or something like yeah, that yeah. where it's like there's this reality that exists underneath the reality that only certain people can see and if you're you're like me and you want to feel special you're like I'd be part of that if I was in that universe I like just, mine yeah just like monkey prince how if I were around in there I would be a monkey prince mm. I don't think that's true um, uh, but I would definitely be one of the masked villains in Scooby Doo and Ooh. that brings us to Monsters Unmasked which is a kids book a kid Scooby-Doo book that has a centerfold of glow-in-the-dark stickers Ooh. with a bunch of Scooby-Doo monsters. It's phenomenal. Uh, and Scoobtastic. It's it's Scoobtastic. It's Scoobalicious, whatever. Uh, I will say that it is... Uh, it definitely leans into the important part of Scooby-Doo, which is just the monsters. Hmm. Like, it's, it's spooky monster crap as opposed to, like, for some reason the uh the eating obsession had become kind of like this mm-hmm. massive thing and it's like that's not what people care about yeah it's a that's a that's a little that's a little digression yeah spooky backgrounds beautifully painted spooky backgrounds oh, yeah. with it's hanna-barbera true. characters acting wacky beautiful it's a it's a juxtaposition that is just a delight and yes. that's what we got here really good uh they coin. did a great job <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Multiversity Teen Justice number two. I think this is a fun, fun series. Mm. I yeah. like, I like that it exists only because like they did one comic with them, and people were like, "I really like this comic. Make more of them." And they made one. I like that <laughs> because you demanded it. That's why it exists. It's just gender flipped versions of like younger Justice League characters, and so you you get uh, male Raven joining the team, and yes. I like that on the. Uh, on the cover, they had to make sure that you knew that it was a male raven by giving him a gigantic horse cock. So that's <laughs> that's super helpful. Thanks. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I didn't I didn't necessarily love the the, the cover. Could have been cooler. Uh, let's see. We got uh, My Hero Academia graphic novel volume thirty one. Ooh, Nubia, Queen of the Amazons, number two. Susan, there's a guess. Oh, Hawk Girl is in this. Yeah, that's fine. Um, 
I don't know. Her hair gets better and better with each issue. I honestly like if I was more into the <laughs> Wonder Woman characters, I'm sure this is a is is just a fantastic comic. Yeah. I do not envy people who have to draw her hair, however. Um yeah, is, drawing it, hair in general. It's very difficult and she has like a lot. A lot. And She's, it does things. Yeah, it's like it's bold. It's active. Uh, once and future number twenty-seven. I love once and future. I, I, mean, I am so happy that it still comes out, and uh, it's fantastic. I'm two trades behind on this thing, and uh, I need to just go through the last storyline that it's just wrapped. So good is amazing. Like I absolutely loved it. Love that comic. It's one of the best comics on the stand. It's great. Yep. Uh, there is a hardcover of the comic Paris by Andy Watson and Simone Gain. From Image Comics, huh. I, don't I think know. it's Simon Gain. Simon, it Simon. is Simon. <laughs> Simon Gain is great. Simon Gain uh, has been around for years. There was no E on that at all. Yeah, right. no. um, he did uh, Ghost Tree. Remember yeah, that yes, one? I that do. was a great book. Great artist. Speaking of books that are books and have artists, uh, did you like that segue? Yeah, uh, perfect. Uh, Poison Ivy number two yeah. is a book books, that has an artist. Books, books that have books. I think is uh, the first thing you said. Prodigy. Uh, I didn't open it because of who wrote it. Because and you, I just boycott forever that person because I don't care. Because you don't want to move your pitch up, nor do you want to do the other thing. <laughs> I do not. Uh, how about Rosemary's Baby soundtrack from Waxwork Records? <laughs> cool pretty good so cool uh sabra tooth i did read that and it was good yeah uh i still like this thing it's yeah great. also the wolf variant for this that i didn't even look at when it was on the shelf is phenomenal neat uh and we have a book called saga I don't hmm. know what that's about. I believe it's Sega. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> Stars this lovable go hedgehog. <laughs> Gotta go fast. Uh, and he's in the Slaughterhouse, I believe. <laughs> no, it's a Splatterhouse. Splatterhouse. God, oh, I man. I love that game. Yeah. I love the comic they made of it in that ad. Oh, my <laughs> God. It's so good. Yeah. The, uh, the Carmine ads. Infantino, man. That was like one of them. It had to have been one of the last things he did. And all of the Japanese versions for it. Have you seen any uh, of that no. stuff? No. There are so many great Japanese ads for Splatterhouse that are just, it's so crazy. And they're like chibi versions, so they're like super cute. And he's Aww. like <laughs> blasting zombies and corpses apart. Aww. Uh, it's so good. God damn it, that game. I've never played it, but I bet it's great. It is That so, was a TurboGrafx-16, right? It. I think the first one was was TurboGrafx. Um, I had one for Sega, and I can't remember. Oh. I think they re-released it for Sega. Cool. And they did a three for Sega, which was really confusing. Whoa. That that game was really hard. <laughs> um, man, neat, really good. Uh, you know what other you know what other video game was really good? Spawn for the SNES. Oh, nice. Uh, Spawn number three thirty one is out. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> it's true that game actually sucked, but you did have your uh, your crazy spawn meter. Remember back when they still cared that he could only use so much of his spawn abilities, and they would run out, and like each issue would be like, oh, looks like he's down to seventy five percent of spawn. I hope he doesn't use any more spawn. <laughs> I don't remember that. I never read Spawn. <laughs> I was spawn was 
when I stopped and then I came back, Vertigo brought me back. Uh, so I never spawned. <laughs> I never spawned. Uh, Star Wars Halcyon Legacy number four is out. All right. This is one I didn't read and I fucking should have. This is the one that I really should have read this week. Please tell me that Starhenge isn't a giant pile of crap. Starhenge is not a giant pile of crap. Yes, thank God. Starhenge, uh, I it it was not a purchase for me because it is a genre that yeah, I yeah, do yeah. not terribly favor. But is it a genre? It's it's, it's space Arthur. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 fantasy as, but also space. But it one is, of these covers literally has a football player and a giant stag man. Yeah. It's crazy, and it would have taken you a very long time to read it, which is a vote for me in its favor. Yeah. Liam Sharp is absolutely like one of the best artists who has ever made comics. What but do it's I a, know Liam Sharp from? Oh, what don't you did that Green Lantern with uh, with Jim Morrison, uh, with Grant Morrison? <laughs> uh, he did. Uh, oh, yeah. He did a run of Wonder Woman. Right. He's that, he like, was a nineties image AD guy, kind of kind of style dude. Yeah, yeah. He's got a Flint Flint uh, Henry Flint kind of uh, yeah. or Simon Bisley maybe is who I was thinking of, but um, but nothing he is, beats the biz. Nothing, but um, but I think Sharpie, uh, Liam Sharp, started as a uh, like an X Men artist, like back in the '90s when the X Men were huge. But this comic is very cool, and uh, I would say it's definitely good. It, it's like I did. Okay. It might be. It's it's a it's, it's a buy art. for D and D people. Got yeah. It. Oh yeah. It's it. an art book. Yeah. Yeah. But also like the, I I I think that it has a cool story, an interesting story, and it looks very original and it's beautiful. Yeah. Cool. Um, we also have uh, also Starhenge is a great name. It is pretty good. Uh, we've got Strange Academy number eighteen. Gave it a flip. Looks fine. And uh, it's got the the guy that turns into the cute little dog. Hmm. We love that guy. Um, we got Suicide Squad Blaze. Yep. This actually ended up being kind of better than I expected it would have been. Hmm. We Cy have Spurrier. Good. Good writer. Yeah. We have the hardcover of Suicide Squad. Get Joker. Cool. We got that Texas Blood fifteen. We've got my most excited, my most exciting record that I have in this week. A two-record Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 on yellow blood splatter vinyl. It is what? probably the coolest thing that Waxwork has put out in a very long time. I'm so excited about this one. Nice. It's good stuff. Cool. Uh, we got Time Before Time, number 14. Wow. We've got the Trick or Treat soundtrack, which we've had before. Uh, but it's got that beautiful Frank Avia cover. Hmm. Uh, Twig number three cool. is out. We got Walking Dead number 42. We got, what if Miles Morales were something else other than what he is? So this is uh, all of the versions of Miles Morales that were in the oh, previous okay. issues teaming up as a team of Miles Morales. <laughs> Miles Morales. Yeah. And it's actually, I think it's, uh, I, th I think Despite the fact that the last issue got like some real bad sauce reviews, the I don't Thor one. I remember what the problem with that one was. Uh, the language of it was like really cheesy. Was it and really? I think there was like some 
Yeah, I don't really know. I didn't follow it. I'll be honest. I just know, like, I so I I remember that someone got criticized for using, like, it was just. I feel like it was like really stereotypical language, um, like dialogue and stuff. Okay. Like it just was like kind of like just not okay, not awesome. I can't wait to read but that. But apparently the Wolverine issue was really good. Yeah. And this I mean, issue was fine I as I far as... I read the first one and I thought it was good. I don't yeah. know. Whatever. Uh, we'll see. Uh, how about Excellent number five? Again, it's I know that people that, that I'm not reading. Yeah, I know people that... Well, you should you should read this. This is your... This is it really... Your, I, I should be reading this, Your honestly. cuppa. I, I really should be. Yeah. Um, and I'm not... What a fool. But that is it. That's what we got this week. Uh, lots of exciting things. And there's more things, and I'm probably going to add them to the new release shelf as time goes on. Because I'm... It's... Today was just yeah. bad shit, and I got a bunch of crap in on top of that. I've got, like, you know, toys coming in from one of my distributors that I haven't put out. I've got games coming in from another distributor. Asmodee's dropping stuff on me. Well, Look at this. I get these fucking adorable little gizmos with 3D it. glasses. Come on, give me a break. I love it. How amazing is that? No, I might, if they're still around in they're a so couple good. weeks when I have it's extra pretty, cash. I pretty might hard to resist this little ding-dong. I'm a big um, fan of 3D stuff and yep. gizmo. Yeah, two things I like very much. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to the, the Gremlins cartoon. Might be Gremlins fun. Gremlins cartoon. Yeah, Netflix is doing a Gremlins cartoon. Hmm. Who knows? Huh. Might be something cool. Do they make a comic of Gremlins? Uh, they have to have, yeah. right? I don't feel like I've seen it. I know that they made a bunch of storybook adaptations where they were like little kids, like those little square books. Hmm. But I don't, I don't remember a comic. That's that would be weird if there wasn't one. But I don't remember it. Um, Googling it. No. <laughs> wow. Super weird. Um, I was really hoping you were going to come up with a comedian who dressed like a gremlin. <laughs> Gremlins no. comic. Fuck. He's just a stand up with like weird gremlin ears. The, the other I day. Totally, I would totally go see a show from the gremlin comic. Absolutely. Uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, the other day I posted a uh, Alan Davis panel on the internet somewhere and um someone was like i did a thing on the worst who is the worst comic book artist and i was doing some research and for some reason when i googled the who are the worst comic book artists alan davis kept coming up and i was like that's insane i don't believe that and i googled it and you know what happens when you google worst comic book artist what it literally comes directly to rob liefeld's wikipedia page it's the top thing I was like, there's no Alan Davis. It's just, I just, I Googled worst comic book artist and it's like the top, like minimum 10 oh, entries man. is just articles about people and how much they hate Rob Liefeld. And then it's like this weird drawing he did of like Wonder Girl from the Teen Titans where like her spine is like next to her neck. Yeah, that one's pretty bad. I remember that one. Yeah. I, I mean, the one that everyone references is the one that I think is just, it's silly to make fun of, but it's that huge chested captain America, yeah yeah which my, is ridiculous he looks like a giant fucking ham but i remember when there used to be a different comic store in town and i believe at this point it was called phantom kitty comics i remember sitting in that store with the owners of that shop 
reading Captain America number one, the first issue of the Heroes Reborn Captain America, and laughing (laughs) so hard and just counting (laughs) the things that were wrong with it. And it was like every page was like a smorgasbord of things that were done incorrectly. And it was just so entertaining. So on one level, bad. But on another level, I've enjoyed that comic as much as many comics, you know? Pound for pound, ounce for ounce. Yeah. I got some enjoyment exactly. out of that comic. Just yeah. not for the Maybe right not reasons. not for the right reason. Anyway. I will say uh, something else that makes me very happy as a comic shop owner is that the owners of Phantom Kitty are customers of mine. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see them. That makes the me time. really happy that, yeah. like, if, if they're going to choose a comic shop, they're, like, coming to me. Which, yeah. I don't know. Just, I find that delightful. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I used to go to Kim's shop all the time, and so I liked, I liked seeing totally. those, too. So. I was an idol worship customer. I was also an idol worship yeah, customer. Yeah, you would have been around. I that. will tell you that idol worship when I okay, so how I there are a couple of things that were like my entry points into comic books, mm. but one of my biggest entry points into comics was I came down to idol worship when my band came down from Presque Isle, Maine to play a show at Zoots. Mm. We were booked at a show at Zoots. Cool. Um and we stopped at idol worship and the singer for my band was like, like we were all fans of the tick cartoon, huge fans of the tick cartoon and constantly quoting it, obsessed with it. And all of the issues, all 12 or however many issues he actually finished uh, of the Ben Edlund run of the tick were in a stack all signed by Ben Edlund in the in the case at Phantom Kitty for like a hundred dollars, and Bill just bought the whole thing. He was like, <laughs> "Fuck it, I'm buying this." And we spent the day essentially, like up until when the show happened, just cry <laughs> laughing, reading Tick comics in the car, Aww. just like so. It was such an amazing moment of just like, this is the greatest thing I've ever read in my life. Totally. Like, because we thought that the Tick cartoon was the funniest thing we'd seen. And then the comic was so much better than the cartoon that it was like, blew our minds. Yeah. So. That's cool. You always remember was, those things. That was a huge moment in my, like, learning that comics were awesome. Nice. It was still, it's it's something that is to the side of real comics. So I don't really think of that as a big progression into that like i think of when when my wife was like here read watchmen and like those kind of things as kind of the like oh this is where i really started getting into comics it's very rare to find a comic book that makes you laugh like that and i mean part of that yes it might be like when you're younger the thing that i think the comic i laughed the hardest at in my life was uh an issue of heavy metal and the artist was Sam Henderson. Yeah. And the page was called So Fucking Funny, You'll Fucking Die. And I never have laughed that hard. That's like, amazing. I don't know. It was just like a spell, too, because it's like yeah, I've yeah. seen the book since. And like, yeah. like, I mean, probably I was stoned. <laughs> Not necessarily. Like one of the it's just like a bunch of little one panel cartoons. And like one is like a guy smashing a duck with a with a giant um, 
club and he's like i'm making duck sauce <laughs> it's just like this is like dumb there's one that's like a mom and a baby and the baby's farting and the mom is saying i mean nina es muy flatulente and then the baby has got this stupid look on his face and he's like i don't know it sounds amazing honestly. it died. sounds pretty good i could t- if i saw the issue of heavy metal it was in i'd know from the yeah, cover, yeah. i'd be like that's the one that's amazing i I my niña, it's muy flatulente. I only own one slabbed comic book. Is it and, a, is it a tick? And it's the it's the limited tick number one. I have the 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 NEC tick number one, and it's something that I was like, I almost sold. I was like, well, you know, it's, did you get it slabbed? You bought I it did. Like you I got actually, here. no, no, no. I I sent it to CGC with the express intent of selling this comic book, cool. and then I could not bring myself to sell it. Aww. I was like, God damn it! I just love this too much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so now it just kind of sits there, and I'm like, I really need to get rid of that. It's not doing me any good. I'll just I, I'm still mad that like NEC is not doing cool editions of the stuff that they have totally they're just they have this amazing property and they're just not doing anything with it and i mean the the owners are super old i don't mean to be a dick about that but Mm. i mean they're like i think i think the dude's in his 70s am i wrong about that sounds right um but like those comics are 30 40 years old. yeah yeah so i mean i think they're i think they're fairly fairly on in years and i think they're just kind of like uh, we'll do some stuff with it, and they don't really, they're not pushing mm. th- their properties the way that they did in the 90s. Mm. And, I mean, there's not money in it the way there was in the 90s either. Right. But, boy, if they did offer me a uh, a beautiful, like, slip-cased tick, <laughs> I would buy in a fucking heartbeat. All of the Edlin stuff, yeah, heartbeat. I actually kind of you got that trade of the early stuff. Yeah, I got the, the Edlin stuff. Up. I've actually not really read a lot of those. The um, uh, the, the Ninja I own no, Hedge. I still own, one of my favorite things in the world. <laughs> nice. I own zero slabbed comic books, but I am actively, actively pursuing uh, a comic that the people who have it in their store have said is not for sale. <laughs> oh yeah, the uh, over at Dot Comics. At dot. Dot com comics. Wait, they're not dot comics? No. Then fuck those guys. That is a stupid name. <laughs> I had a conversation with someone about that just this week. That is uh, dumb. Anyway, it I, should I don't, be dot comics. It should be dot comics, yeah. But they have that slabbed, non grade uh, quality Jimmy Olsen number one yeah, with yeah. the hand drawn cover that <laughs> I, I, I need to own it. And if I can buy it, I will. And it will be the only slabbed comic that I will ever own. <laughs> I do love that. I love it when people fix the, the oh like, redraw the cover, redrew the cover entirely. Yeah, but like every aspect of it, it's beautiful. It's, it is absolutely like to me like that's a comic that should be encased yeah, yeah. in 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 jewels. <laughs> like I might if I bought it, I might like bedazzle it. <laughs> you should bedazzle everything. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we should probably. All right. We should up. go. I should go home and sleep. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you all for listening. Uh, follow us at I'm Actually Comics. Uh, Bob is at Dollar Binge. Yep. And uh, yeah, buy stuff from CoastCityComics.com, and uh, yes. and we would appreciate it. And thank you all, and we will see you next week. Good night. Bye.